0: Welcome to the Right Way Christian Center podcast. Here at Right Way, we exist so that people may know God personally, grow in God relentlessly, and show God compassionately. We hope that you grow because of this message today. Amen. Amen. Lift your Bible, your iPad, whatever you're using there as a point of contact. Let's make this quick confession. Say the Word of God, the word of God. is the answer. Yes. The answer is. It's in the word. Amen. My quick Pentecost, Acts 1 and 8, uh, Jesus said, And ye shall be witnesses, unto, I mean, I'm sorry, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses for me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and into the uttermost parts of the world. And then over there in Matthew uh, chapter 24, Matthew chapter 24, verse uh, verse 14. Uh, It says it like this, uh, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached, excuse me, in all the world, three key words, for a witness, not just preached, but it's supposed to be preached for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come, and I remember growing up In church used to always hear people say, it could just be one person down somewhere in the jungle or somewhere down in the bush that the gospel hadn't been translated yet, or somebody, one little person on the corner of the earth hadn't heard the gospel yet, and then the end is gonna come. Well, if we that's not what that scripture said. It didn't say it didn't say the end is gonna come when everybody hears it. It said the end will come when the gospel has been preached for a witness. And that word witness there, it means a tangible demonstration. It doesn't mean just knocking on doors, asking people, are they saved? That's a form of witnessing, but that's not the true definition of a witness. When we see that word witness first mentioned in the New Testament after Pentecost, it is when the disciples, uh, Peter and them, healed that man that was being laid at the gate by his friends. His friends was using his weakness as their strength And making money off of him by laying him at the gate. When Peter them said, silver and gold have we none, they wasn't saying we broke and we don't have no money. What they were saying was the answer to your problem is not putting money in your hand. The answer to your problem is putting strength in your legs and strength in your legs, you'll be able to work and put money in your own hand. So he said, silver and gold have we none, but such as we have, take up your bed and walk. And the Bible says the man leaped up, the man started walking, and when the people saw them, this is what Peter them said. Peter them say, this is a witness. And the the Bible says they could not deny the man walking because all knew that he was lame. In other words, they may be able to deny you going back and forth with Scripture, but they can't deny when the Scripture provides witness. And so I believe one of the biggest problems, just pastor talking, we're not ready yet to just have a Pentecost Sunday. I don't think a lot of the church is ready yet just to be having Pentecost Sunday. We're happy that God gave us some faith, but we're not doing with what God gave us what he gave it to us for. He did not get, the Holy Spirit wasn't given for us to just sit in a church and pray in tongues and bite the back of chairs off and hold people so they don't hurt themselves and you to be flailing all over the place and knocking folks in their face. That, no, 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 no. The Holy Spirit, it was an empowerment given to us so that we could go out and with the same thing Jesus provided witness with, we now can provide witness with. So it, it, it is more than a celebration. The day of Pentecost was an activation. Watch this. He said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon me and you shall be a witness. So it was now the church getting the right battery in the heart so that they, ah oh my God, getting, the right, getting infused with the right power system so that they could go out and witness effectively. And so I think we got to be, I think we got to back up a little bit as a church and pause and say, let's, let's tell people that." which is my next message. I'm going to be teaching the Holy Spirit in my next message, how to hear him and when he's talking. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I don't believe, now we're going to suffer, and I got to teach on that, that message too, because the Bible says we suffer for his name's sake. Some of this suffering teaching that we're talking is not biblical. The the suffering was never you being in your house without the ability to pay your bills, and you say, "I'm suffering for Christ's sake." That is not biblical suffering. It's for His name's sake, which means you're being you're being you're you're being you're you're trying to be penetrated by an outside force for who you're living for, not what you're going through. Because sometimes people can't uh, are in. They're suffering conditions because of the decisions they made. And you can't say that's suffering for Christ's sake when you're not taking care of your money right. And now your light's about to get turned off because you were more concerned with red bottoms in your closet. Or shoes in your closet or clothes in your closet. Or or rims on your car. Or or a show that you shouldn't have went to. Or a meal that you could have made at home. So we lying. Praise the Lord. Now, I got to go back to something. I'm not going to be pushed out of this. I'm anointed to teach this. I'm not going to be pushed out of this, man. That number three, I had to go back. The Lord said, don't you move off that too quick because we've got to get this point, Sister Cheryl. We're talking about kingdom wealth and bringing divine order and alignment to our finances. And, and, and in the earth realm, your money is, is the most important thing to you. Don't, don't get it fooled. Don't, don't allow this westernized teaching of the gospel, the love of money, and it don't matter. Oh, Okay, okay, you keep on with that thought if you want to. If it didn't matter, the Bible wouldn't give us so much warning. Are you listening to me? And this number three, how does God work with you? And getting wealth and money to you is so important. We, talk, we, we used all last week talking about Joseph and how God has given, he has distributed to his children gifts. And he expects you to work through your gift to increase in the earth. God has given man three things, spiritual gifts, acquired skills, spiritual gifts, and talents. And he expects you to use all of those things to come up in life. Are you listening to me? But you've got to know what thing. That's I'm, I'm glad they put my book up there. I'm not that I desire gift. I'm not. Yeah, let me go and be for real. Yeah, that's part of my river to write for me to come up. But but I don't write a book to write a book. I could because I'm gifted to write. But I don't write just to write. I write because I'm led of Holy Spirit to write for certain things that I'm supposed to insert into the body of Christ for the kingdom of God. And so no member in right way should not know what their purpose is because I've written too many books about it. Praise the Lord. I may not be your YouTube favorite, but if I'm the one that's called to your life, I have the ability to wake up your purpose in you if you will allow me to. No member of the right way shouldn't know what their purpose is. Because I guarantee if you read that book, it's gonna, it's the, the, the discovery of your purpose in, as it pertains to living in the earth is the single most important thing. Because if not, you'll be ran instead of running. And a part of that, knowing that purpose, is coming into an understanding of how God has uniquely designed you For you to get wealth in your home, because I don't think we should be having our hands on as much stuff as we got our hands on. The Bible says, "Your gift makes room for you, and your gift will bring you before great men." I'm telling you that it's so, it's so, it's so much in you that it is you. How does the little girl know? to take all the little boy know that they are a child but because it's in them they know to take that stethoscope and put it to the heart and listen it's in the little girl she say everybody sit down she, you walk in a room and she got all her barbie dolls in chairs and they lined up and she up there teaching and she got a little stick saying no 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 don't touch her and, and, and see see you ignore that and you think she's just playing but she's she is playing she's playing her purpose she's getting enrolled at an early age but 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 see because you don't understand that it is your job to see it and train her in it you then take her life and move it in a whole nother direction you take his life cuz he big and you oh he big that means he a football player that is not what that means that does not mean he's called to sports to get you out of your debt for your negligence of handling your money. So you want to make him the one that's going to take care of you. That's not the job of you to take your children and do that to them. Your job is to get in prayer and say, God, what have you put them here for? And at an early age, it's your job to start training them when my children were little, I would, I, God told me they're, they're going to do ministry. And I started training them in ministry. Are you listening to me? I'm a nine-year-old boy waking up out of my... My mom them saw it as a joke to wake me up out of my sleep and put me on a little pea green footstool, which they still have now, but my grandmother got it reupholstered and it's black. And they were put... They are now preacher on that pea green stool at nine and I'm, I'm asleep. I'm, I'm, I'm barely up. <laughs> but 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 when you're in purpose, you don't have to be all the way up. Everybody trying to be woke, but ain't nobody woke in their purpose. <laughs> woke in everything else but their purpose. I would be half sleep, and I would be on the pea stool preaching, God, God, and they say, sing boy, the blood still halfway sleep. They don't realize that they was playing with my purpose. And it wasn't hard because that's what I was called to do. What if as a young boy they would have said, you know what, we're going to find a school right now to get that boy in. What if the church had to recognize and say there's a gift on that child right there. We We need schooling in the church that will help the parent push the child in their purpose and not you just get this mindset that they just need to go to college and get a good job do you know 63% of people that, that have gone to college don't even work in the field they went to college to that tells me that we're not discovering purpose if over half of the people are in debt for something that they can't use Because we don't know how God is designed for us to make money. Now, let me, I, I inserted something here in my study time. I want to talk about quick money. Come on. <laughs> Say something. Say quick money. Yeah. Quick money. There, there are plenty of quick ways to make money. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Watch this. Watch this. Look at me. I said it and I ain't taking it back. Get it. Listen carefully, though. Don't listen. See, if people hear that, then they just they, they checked out. And then, oh, I, that's what I've been waiting on. That's what I've been waiting Don't text. Don't call nothing right now. Listen to everything else I got to say. Get it. Watch this. Watch this, though. Got two wisdom points with that. Wisdom one, but don't make quick money permanent resource. Don't make quick money permanent resource. That's what many people do. It's quick money. God opens a door for you to go over here and just put your hands on something real quick to, to make a quick money, and you turn around because it looked good, and you and and you've allowed all these influencers and the YouTube folks to become your priests and your prophets to you, and you start following them, and you don't understand that it's quick money, you make it resource. So you tie your house, your cars, you tie all that stuff to quick money. Well, let me tell you something: when a stream dries up, everything that's connected to it dries up too. And quick money is not a river. Quick money is a stream. It's a way for you to get quick money. You don't make quick money resource. Watch this. Here's the second wisdom point. Give the quick money purpose and do with it what it was purposed for. Ooh, I'm going to make this quick money, hey, Pastor. I'm going to make this quick money and pay my bills off, and you get the quick money, and we find you in Cancun. <laughs> that ain't the time to take the trip. Wait a minute, and you're going to be able to take the trip. But I thought you said we was going to pay these bills off with the quick money. How did it turn into a BBL. Turn into a fixing you? How did it turn into a set of rims? I thought we was getting out of debt with that quick money. God, if you just give me a chance, Lord, I do right. God said, here's a quick stream right here. It's gonna dry up, so don't make it a resource. I'm just answering your prayer with it. But because you hadn't renewed your mind from fun to stewardship. Soon as the money hits your hand, the first thing come to your mind, shopping. First thing come to your mind, trip. First thing coming to your mind, partying, setting it out. First thing come, it's not stewardship. Stewardship, boy, you're trying to get out of this place, boy. You don't want to see this place no more, boy. And this right here is going to put you on that path. It's going to activate the momentum to get you from here. Well, I'll I party. I'll make it again. Then the stream dry up. Because it was just quick. Holy Spirit, you are teaching. Give the quick money purpose and do with it what it was purposed for. Now, watch this. I want to go back to that first wisdom uh, about don't make quick money permanent resource. You can't, what I mean by this, you can't connect daily living to it. You can't say, "Oh, well, I'm going to take this right here and make this what's going to pay the light bill, the gas bill, the water bill." It's quick. The stream is going to dry up. See, God God gives us the ability. He ain't got no problem with quick money as long as you let him keep continuing to direct you in it. Watch this. Here's here's quick resource. Here's quick resource. Elijah, go to the brook east where called Cherith. And, and, and right over there, eastward now, eastward, he say, I've, I've already set up for a raven to feed you there. That's quick because ravens don't bring resource. Ravens take what's left. He say, so it's a quick thing. Don't get caught up in it. And the, watch this. The Bible says, and the brook dried up. And then God say, okay, that's over with. Now, I want you to go another direction, and I've provided a widow to sustain you there. These are quick resources. These are not permanent and so you're watching, I got to keep saying, you're watching all this stuff on these social media platforms. And they're making you make quick resource permanent in your life. Now, it may have been permanent for them, but because it's permanent for them don't mean it's permanent for you. I know I'm telling the truth. And then now you have all, all the way in this, and now your house and all this stuff that was good, now you like, okay, so how do I know if I can put hands to quick money? Because just because it's quick don't mean you can put your hands to it. So I need to make sure that, that, that if this is quick money that I can put my hands to. Because all money ain't good money. Now, nah, here here's how you know. Two, two, it's easy. It's easy. If it does not disrupt order, you can do it. If it does not disrupt the order of your home. See, here's the thing. Here's the the truth about quick money. Quick money makes money with money, not time. Quick money is something you can hit, and you ain't really got to look at it because it's it's making it do what it got to do. It's a self-running engine because it's quick. It It ain't for you to lock in with. So when when you got to start sacrificing family time, children time, husband time, your time, sleep time, tired time, you resting and stuff. No, and you call that quick money. That is not quick money because it's draining you. That's something you shouldn't have put your hands to because you don't have the energy for it. Preaching good. I can tell I'm right down some of y'all street right now. I'm right down some of y'all street. Y'all selling them things And let me tell you, let me tell you something else about quick money. Quick money, quick money should not require, it should not require. And, and, and again, you you know, you got to take this and eat it and figure out how it relates to whatever you know, you know. But but if you got stocks of stuff in your house, well, you what you've really done, you've you bought in. Like, I mean, you got cases of earrings and you got cases of all this. Other type of stuff now that you got to try to put uh, advertisement behind to try to set you and you call that quick money and you spending all that money in order to make the quick money. That don't sound like quick money, that sounds like investment. So, have you tied yourself to something you hadn't you weren't supposed to tie yourself to? quietness means you're thinking number two how do I know if I can put my hands to quick money unless God say so we really need to seek the permission of God God can I touch that watch this if God say so it should only have to come from the spendable if I am going if only God say so if I'm having to go into retirement. And my FFA, my financial free account, some people call it an emergency fund. I call it financial free because if there's an emergency, I, I have enough money to take care of it, so I'm financially free from it. But if I now got to go into those reserves in order to make quick money, only if God said so, but if I got to go into those reserves, that's not quick money. You're in danger zone. It should only come from the spendable. Remember my rules, so, save, spend, the absolute in that order. That's spendable, that little side money, that play-play that, that account. That's really what the quick money should have to come from. Because that's spendable anyway. So, so if, it, if, I, if, I, if it's lacking a little bit, ain't no big thing because that's my play-play account anyway. Our husband and wife should have a play-play account. At least Three. Three, at least three three absolute branches, then you branch out. We got the main account that both of them come into. See, cause if we put both of our parsage, pars- parsage, uh, our oatmeal in the same pot, <laughs> well, we don't, we don't, You, if you, I'm about to help some of you single sisters out so you won't stay single. Cause if we, what we're supposed to do is become one flesh, and, and so if you can't trust putting your same check in the same account, you shouldn't have got married in the first place. You cray-cray. But what's supposed to happen is we're supposed to be one in everything. So he don't know that you make more than him because if we put the same salt in the same bowl, we don't know who put the most salt in. You need a man who make more money than yourself. If we want flesh and we got a goal and we got a dream and we got something we're going towards, it, it, oh God, I can't respect a man that make less than me. Why? If he at home, he ain't cheating on you. He bringing the check to the house. And what can making less to you, less than you make you feel like? What can making more than you make you feel like? Also, your relationship is based on money. You're going to stay single. You're going to die single. And your kids are not responsible for taking care of you because you had them. Because when he get married, his wife becomes his mama, not you. Y'all better stop listening to each other. Y'all are a danger to each other. Y'all will not tell each other the truth. Y'all keep having y'all mimosas and lying to each other. (laughs) Keep having your mimosas lying to each other. The Bible says two are better than one. That's what the books say. You better stop listening to them. They weed too tight, you better stop listening to them. I'm telling you, you're gonna be by yourself. That's where you're gonna be at. It don't matter if he make less money than you. Do you know for the first four and a half years, I shut down a business, went and went into ministry full time and that was only one income coming into my house and that was her. Not one time did she make me feel like I'm less of a man. And now look at it, because she believed in the vision of this man. Now this man was able to take her off her job. I see. I see you frowning at me on the inside. It's okay. Don't matter. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You gonna get your dog right now? (laughs) That what you gonna have? That what you gonna have? I don't know where that come from, but I'm telling you, man. The degradation of our community is the fact that we, and it's it's on the men too. It's on the brothers too. So, will she make more money, brother? Her making more money shouldn't make you feel like you less of a man. And if it does, why? What's your issue? And then you don't hang that over his head—that you make the most, you make the most money. And you need to make more money so you can make her feel like what? You the man. So that's what make you feel like it. I wasn't working other than in the church, and the church wasn't paying me. She was going to work. I mean, I'm, you know, we, we sharing stuff out. You get what I'm saying? Since Hey, you at, you the one doing all the work? You you, you going out doing the, I mean, I'm working. I'm, I mean, I'm a full-time pastor, but I wasn't working a job. I wasn't going to a job. Now, inside that I feel like, man, man, come on, Lord, let me do something, man. I'm a man, you know, let me do, and I tried it and almost killed my whole family doing it. Yeah, walked outside one day, tried to go back, couldn't have walked outside, all my, well, except for Darius, he wasn't here at the time. All three of the kids in the car, knocked out sleep from heat exhaustion. And I looked at, looking at, I'm thinking they dead. And I, as Kyra, oh, she take a deep breath. I mean, sweat just, look, sweat just, all, sweat just big old drop balls because the lady wouldn't let me bring my children inside of the house salon. But see, God called me away from the house salon. He said, shut down. And I tried to go back because I, that, that, that false man in me, Felt like that I needed to do what I thought a man needed to do rather than what God said and I looked at my children I started crying and I looked up and I said okay Lord I'm gonna obey you I dropped the clippers and never went back to them and God has tremendously blessed y'all are following the ways of the world and you're gonna reap worldly results This is not putting the female down, but I don't know where where that just seeped into our homes. How is it that families were together doing slavery? And we quote supposed to be free and look at our communities. We look worse off. We look better being slaves from a family perspective. Come on brothers. Do you know the slave master would come in? I studied slavery because I found out that that last ship that landed in Mobile my family was on it. I don't talk much about it, but I've studied it. I was real deep in it. You know, I was almost a Muslim. I was almost a five percenter. Because I got tired of being around folk like us, church folk, so religious. I wanted to be a part of something that was going somewhere. And it seemed like they was going somewhere. Then I found out they only had intellect in their mouth. (laughs) And too much Jesus was in me. (laughs) The the slave master would come in the house and sleep with his property in the next room. The children would hear it. The husband would hear it. And on his way out the door, he'd stop and look at the husband and look at the children and suck his teeth, fix his pants. They all knew what he just did and walked out the house. That black man husband would kiss his children on the head, draw a bath of water and walk in that same room and wipe and clean mother down and make love to her to let her know that no matter how much this slave master do to you, we still connected. And today, we get mad at each other and fall out of love. Won't fight to keep our families together for nothing. And the Bible says he that find a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. It ain't the white man no more. It's us. We're doing it to ourselves. Are there still systems out there? Yeah, but if you know it's a dog in the yard, don't, then don't go in the yard. I mean, that makes sense to me. Right, We had a neighbor that had a pit bull and, and the man, he didn't want to keep the dog on the chain. Okay, we're just going to cut this corner. We ain't going to go that corner. So if we know that there are evils out there that are against us, why are we going to keep walking around that corner? I mean, there's more ways you can walk. That's my mindset. Just don't go that way. If you know the system is there, then don't don't go to the system. I mean, don't that make sense, lawyer? Don't that make sense? To yeah, that makes sense to me. Just don't go to the You've got to know how God has designed to put wealth in your hands. Now, I want to. I want to say this. I got four. And it, 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 here's some 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 statements I wanted to make, and that is that the garden was real, it was relatable, and it was relative. Come on, say that. It was real, it was relatable, and it was relative. Now, listen, please listen, listen. Real, relative, relatable and relative. Please listen. The garden was Adam's home. It was relative. It was real. It was relative, but it was also relatable. Now listen, listen. The garden because we only see it where God first put man and you know no, 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 no. Here's here's what God wanted us to see. That it was relative to Adam's neighborhood, his city, his home, Watch this. His career and his purpose was given him in the garden. That's what all that was. So now, 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 listen. Listen. This is so good. It was his to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish it. Are you listening to me? He was put into it, but once put into it, It would be relative to his spirit, his wisdom, and his revelation of what he had been put into. So if it went up, it would be, watch this, it wouldn't be because God put all the trees and put all the resources and put gold in all those rivers that parted in the foreheads. No, 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 not just because God did it, it would go up because of Adam's spirit, Adam's wisdom, and Adam's revelation of what he had been put into. If it went down, it would also be as a result of Adam's spirit Adam's now lack of wisdom or Adam's lack of revelation of what he's been put into, of what he was put into. Does that make sense? Now, now, ooh, this is so good. This is so good. So now you got to get this point. Oh, calm down, Vincent. Calm down. You excited, but the people got to get excited too. Now listen, 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 listen. I heard Lele. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. All right. So, so, so listen at this. The sovereignty and control of God is found in the order and what he has anointed you for. And watch this, when Adam operated, when Adam operated through spiritual wisdom, intellect and understanding and revelation, he was then putting God in control okay 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 every time you operate this word you now let the word do the work but if you don't operate the word then you are doing the work so you have a choice of whether or not you're going to operate in the word and let the word do the work Or if you're going to hear the word, quote it, but do it yourself, and now you are at work. And that's why believers get tired and burnt out. I'm doing the word. No, you're not. No, you're not. You said it, but you ain't doing it. You ain't said it, but you ain't doing it. Because if you were doing it, the word would work, and when the word worked, believers rest. Are you listening to me? So now, look what happened to the garden. Look what happened to the garden. And it didn't happen to... The garden because it was God's plan. The garden that was beautiful turned into a cursed place, thorns and th- thistles and cockroaches and, and gnats. And uh, 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 uh. Watch this. But now, watch this. That happened because of Adam. Are you listening to me? So our homes, remember it's relative. So your garden is your home. Our garden is our neighborhoods. Our garden is our city. And our city will go up and down relative, watch this, to our spirit, our wisdom, and what revelation we have of what God wants. Are you listening to me? Man, this is so vitally important that you get this because you've got to take the blame off God. He's giving you everything that you need. So we can't blame him. Okay, when you look around this church, right? You look around this church. What you are seeing is my inside now out. Boy, sometimes you just make it so simple. Maybe they make me. All you're seeing is my inside now out. That, before it came out on the wall, was first in me. You got it? It was in me as spirit. But now it's out in the natural. Do you, you get what I'm saying? The floor, the wall, it's, it, it was first in. So what? however your life look now, it's just your inside, now out. So if you stay broke, let's reel it home. If you never get out of debt, It's because there is not a lack of stuff on the outside. It's that it's not first found on your inside. So I get my inside right first, and then my inside determines what my outside looks like. Many of us just want to get it on the outside without first having it on the inside. That's not how God works. That's not how God works. That's fantasy. Now, let's close this this point out right here. I got two um, powerful, what I call powerful side notes. And I gave you the first one, the sovereignty and control of God is found in the order. And so when we operate this word, we now put God in control. God is now at work, right? And so the garden actually ended up reflecting Adam. Not only the garden, everything in life began to reflect Adam. Everything in life began to be born out of Adam. Adam's sinful, his children. We came out like that. That's why we're now born out of Jesus. Jesus is righteous. We get saved. We become righteous because of what we're born out of. Watch this. Your money is born out of you. So if there's no stewardship inside, there'll be no stewardship outside with the money. If there's no desire for being prosperous on the inside, even when prosperity hits your hand, it will not stay prosperous because it's not coming from a prosperous place. Do you, are you listening to what I'm saying? Now, now, which means that you and I have to do some internal v- investigation. We got to look inside and find out how is. See, you, it's not outside how the money is being handled; it's inside. It's from the inside that the money is being. So I got to look inside of me and say, "Do do I do I have this stewardship quality on the inside of me? Am I am I an adversary to saving? Cuz you could be an adversary to saving and not know it. Or am I a friend of saving? The adversary is an enemy, right? Yeah, okay, make sure I write about that. Because I was at one time, say I go put it in the bank, then when I'm driving off, I'm like, "What that in there for? I could be doing something with that." Yeah. Or you mess around and, and go out to the mall saving, man. You just happy as you want to be, boy. That account. Then you go out there to the mall and you walk past that window and they got them little shoes and they spinning. You know them shoes, they turning. You get what I'm saying? Or that dress, man. They, it's on the mannequin like that, and you see yourself like that. You get what I'm saying? Oh, you know, the ball cap got the hood, you know what I'm saying? You like that. You get what I'm saying? And you like, you like, you like. And then you look at the tag and you be like, I just put that in saving right there. That's what I was saving for. Then you go right back to the same bank and take it right back out. And then you drive home and then you be like, what I do that for? And then that little, little Henrietta or Henry say, You deserve it. And then you even turn it into a song, You deserve it. You spiritualize that thing. Because you got to find a way to justify the fact, watch this, that you are an enemy to yourself when it comes to saving. Am I helping you? Adam's spirit, Adam's wisdom, Adam's faith and belief, Adam's revelation, Adam's acting on the word. The word, the the garden became a result of all of that. And your garden, your life, your home, our city will become the outcome of our spirit, our faith, our belief. See, when I get it next week, when I get to talking about that word, our mouths, we're not watching what we say. I will confess that, uh, that our, our uh, school's going to get shot up. The Bible say don't say that. What, the Bible don't say? Say you poor. I ain't got it. I'm just No, no, the Bible say let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. That's what the Bible said. And we let these folks that don't know no scripture, don't know no Bible, who are, are, are religious, Tell us we wrong for doing what the Bible say. The Bible say, say you're rich. Don't say you're poor. But out of our mouths, come, and you going to have what you say. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. You're going to have what you say. I, we make our, I say millions for the kingdom. I can hear some of y'all. Why, why he just didn't start off with hundreds? <laughs> hundreds for the kingdom. Because that... I can hear y'all. He, uh, probably some of y'all even change it when I get to it because it just make you feel better. Hundreds for the kingdom. and hun- Some of y'all probably even go lower than that because of your inside. Tens for the kingdom and tens for me. And I be like, man, no of the offering is so low. These folks, won- I can't even get the folks to call it. I mean, you can't even, it don't hurt to say it. Watch this, or does it? So maybe you have what you have because you have and what you say. Lord, if you just give me enough. Do you know God can't even answer a just enough prayer? He said, in John, he say, James, he say, you ask that and you don't receive it because you ask amiss. To ask for just enough is to only ask for you. He say, and that's asking amiss. In other words, he say you're missing it and you're asking because you're only asking to heap it upon your own self. He can't even answer that prayer. Lord, if you're just even the playing field, God said, I can't answer that prayer. You're asking amiss. You're missing and you're asking. Let me get out of here. The potential of the garden, well, listen to this, was from God. The capacity of the garden was on Adam. Did you hear that? That was good right there, boy. The the potential of the garden was on God, right? But the capacity of the garden was on Adam. The potential of your purpose was on God. But the capacity of your purpose is on you. If if a little bit just comes out of it, it ain't because that was God's potential. A little bit came out of it because a little bit in you. The potential is always on God God has created all of us to do great and mighty works but the capacity of whether or not we will see those great and mighty works it's not on God because he's not gonna make us do great and mighty works he gives us the potential to do great and mighty works and the capacity of that work is not on you and I we set the barometer for that so if you just got a ceiling if, if that's your ceiling just right here but then hey Notice the scripture says some 30, some 60, some 100 fold return. You got some people that just 30. Uh, Lord, just let me pay my bills. and and, Okay, that's the system you want. That's the system you'll have. But there's more. And we should all want more. You got it? The potential of the garden was from God. The capacity of the garden was on God. Adam, Genesis 1 and 28 be fruitful multiply replenish subdue have dominion notice that's God's given potential here's capacity 317 through 19 for the sake of time if you go and read it everything gone everything wasted away he did nothing with the with the he capacitated none of the potential that was given to him thorns and thistles Uh, uh, working by the sweat of his brow when he was supposed to be managing walking up delegating commanding and appointing now the man working by the sweat of his brow totally ruined the potential by his capacity are we doing the same? are we doing the same? are we repeating Adam? because you know it's still about two trees Either you're going to eat from the tree of life and experience life from God or you're going to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and you're going to experience up to the degree of what you know and what you're able to produce because it's in a, that, that's, in a, that's a decision to do it without God. The tree of life is saying, God, I'm going to do it your way. I want you to take some time. I am I'm, I'm almost begging you all to take some time. Um to ask God, Lord, what is the thing and are things that you have given me the potential of capacitating? Now that's an important question because you'll never You'll never experience, there are certain stresses, let me say it that way, that you'll never see doing what you were created to do. Certain stresses you'll never see. Can you imagine how stressful it is to a butter knife to try to unscrew a flathead screwdriver? Can you imagine the stress behind it? And if you keep doing it over time, you'll eventually see the stress manifest in the butter knife, won't you? Come on, what does the stress look like? Talk to me. It's bent. It's all out of shape. And people will still wash that thing and put it right back in the same drawer, and want to cut butter with it. But 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 because it was because a stress was put on it that should not have, it moved it out of it, it reshaped it. Right right. It, it, it destroyed, it, it doesn't even have the, 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 the uh, let's just call it the beautiful, uh, uh, the, the, the craftsmanship of it has been totally destroyed. Yeah. The end of it is all, just, it's just turned. You get what I'm saying? Just it, 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 and it's supposed to be flat and smooth. It, it has not been made, watch this now, to be up under that type of stress. It's called a flathead screwdriver. It was designed for flathead stress. And I'm convinced that many believers are sick in their body, high blood pressure, sugar diabetes, a lot of stuff going on because we've connected with stuff that is putting stress on us that our body has not been built to handle. People tell me all the time, I don't know how in the world you are a pastor. I say, I'm built for it. What would drive you crazy, don't make no, don't even bother me. Because I'm built for it, I can handle when the sheep bite me. Because I've been built to handle sheep bites. But it's hard when another sheep bite another sheep. But I'm built for it. That's what I'm talking about. It's, been, it's some stuff that you've been built for. Some people are built to juggle three and four and five things. If you ain't built like that, why are you trying to do it? And now your purse and your wallet or you know your sack, your man bag, is full of all type of prescriptions and what you don't realize is all you gotta do is get the stress out and get the medicine to go. You're medicating something that you got your hands to. You know why? Because you're running after money rather than walking in purpose. You're only going to do one or two things. You're going to run after money or walk in purpose. And I'm just begging, man, because I can't stay here. I'm begging you guys, man. There is so much out there in cyberspace, and I'm just seeing so many people just chasing money, man, and putting Time dates on their dreams when life is a journey, it's not a race. It's not a race and you're going to race to get there and get there and don't even have the health to enjoy it. I'm telling you, man, at 35, I used to be in God's face and I used to be telling God, you got to use me now. You ain't going to use me. And here I am. I got a wife and three babies that need me, and I'm asking God to put me on the road. Huh? Because I was looking at other pastors. You know, just keep can I be transparent? Who really wasn't saying much or nothing? And I'm like, Lord, come on, use me. I'm young. The Lord like, yeah, but you got a wife and three kids too that's still in Pampers. Why what are you thinking about hitting the road for? I'm like, Lord, give me the sports car, Lord. Let me have the sports car. He like, boy, you still taming your flesh? You think I'm gonna put you in a in a Corvette right now? You' going lost your mind? Cause that's what you would do if I gave it to you right now. You lose your mind. And he probably right. I would be riding all around town, top top. You know, just God know you better than you know yourself. I ain't gonna do nothing, Lord. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what you say. Until you start getting that attention that you ain't never had before, you don't know what you would do. But now as a more mature man with 25 years of skin in the game and children that are grown and da- and got some, some, some daddy issues fixed in my heart and some other stuff taken care of, girl, you better get up out of here. I've been my, my wife crazy. But you, you, you're trying to run to get stuff that if you would just slow down and get into your purpose, man, and find out what quick things you could get into, you'll walk into them. You'll walk into them. No disrespect, I'm done. That's why so many of our young people look older than me. Because when you run in something that's supposed to be a journey, it puts age on you. Because the body can't uphold the amount of stress that it's up under. So Red Bull will become one of the highest drinks. Because now you can't eat healthy, you can't get a good meal inside of your body, because you're running. So you need something to keep the motor moving. You don't even rest right. So because you don't rest right, You'll do live streams and a lot of people, and say, "If you sleep in more than five hours, see, 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 they lying to you. They lying to you. They are lying to you. God, God made our body to rest. Don't you listen to that foolishness? God made our body to rest, and now here you are trying to just sleep four hours a day, and down in all type of pills and drinking all type of fast drinks, all this stuff to try. And don't even you see? You can't see what's going on inside your body." You can't see your organs begging for you to rest. Until all of a sudden you go to the doctor and they say, well, we at stage four. The doctor say, we got to take it. And now you're crying out to God, why you do this to me? God said, I didn't do this to you. You was chasing money. You was chasing your dream rather than living it and enjoying the journey. Will you slow down, Please. Will you trust me? I'm fifty. How old am I? One. Will you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience, somebody who's been there, will you just slow down and learn how to enjoy life? I promise you, if you just slow down while you in a hurry, slow down. I promise you, you'll live longer. Father, thank you. We're closing this series out, Father. I, I I'm God, oh God, just help us to see it more clearly, Father. You've prepared for us a good life. Help us to see that life is a it's a journey, it's not a race. That we should we should only run when you are telling us to, when you're directing us in something. Just bless your people. That's my heart's desire, that they live a good quality life. And a part of that being that they do wear the best, they eat the best, they drive the best, they go first class. They live debt free. They're generous in life, Father. A life that we can enjoy. A life that we can live long enough to tell the story. A life that will allow us to die at a good old age. Thank you for it thank you for prospering your people spiritual prosperity prosperity in our health prosperity in our mind prosperity in our body prosperity in our relationships our families prosperity when our, in our words that we have a name that is worth something prosperity in the generations to come because we leave an inheritance to our children's children we think about tomorrow and we're just not focused On getting it today and then discipline us God where we need to be disciplined show us the way of escape in Jesus name amen before before I I shut it down if you hear um, God uh, you 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 like to receive Christ in your life as Savior I want to take this opportunity to lead you in that listen God loves you but sin separated us from God God loved us so much that he took upon flesh to pay the price for that sin so that you and I, who were indebted to sin, could be freed from sin and live life eternally with the Father, be brought back into a right relationship with him. That's what salvation is. It's being brought back into a relationship with the father you may be hearing you're in a backslidden state and say hey pastor I just kind of moved away from some things well well you know a backslider is still a child of God it's just a child of God that's doing life different than what they agreed upon and so in this same prayer that I'm going to lead you in you can pray it and 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 it, it gives you that sense of welcoming and that's that sense of home that you now back into the sheepfold although Spiritually, you never leave. You're just not living the life that you agreed upon upon receiving Christ in your life. And so that's you. You're in here. You're watching me on live. Will you repeat this prayer after me? Say, Lord Jesus, I know without you I am lost. Today, I repent of my sins. In Christ Jesus, I receive you into my life as my Savior, and I make you my Lord. I give you the throne of my life change me from the inside out have your way you are the king of my life and I thank you for it today I pronounce that I am saved set free made one with the Father in the name of Christ Jesus amen and amen Amen. Just like that, you are born again according to Romans 10, 9 and 10. I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Now listen, listen. Remember I said just like like life is a journey, salvation is too. And you should not take this life journey by yourself. Right behind in your seat pocket, there's probably a connect card there. I want to ask you, please take some time if you will. Take some time and fill that card out if you want to go the more electronic route. Uh, Will you go to rightwayccc.org forward slash next steps upon filling that card out we're going to receive that card my team and I we're going to reach back out to you because we want to make sure we're not trying to get you to be a member of right way you're in the body of Christ it's our responsibility now to make sure that you understand conclusively what just transpired in your life and to help you in this life journey that you are now about to be a part of so please if you will fill that card out you need to know more information about the church you want to become a partner with the ministry, you can fill that card out either behind your seat pocket or uh, digitally by going to uh, rightwaycc.org forward slash next steps. And uh, we're going to reach back out to you and we look forward to partnering with you and helping you in whatever way we can. Amen. Put your hands together one more time for those persons. Thank you for tuning into our podcast.